If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The next generation of consoles are here, and you know what? I think it's about time we hop into a brand new Get Comfy Game Break, and I think it's time that I give you my review of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So why don't we kick back, relax, and get comfy? Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things gaming. And of course, this is another mono mono episode, me and you, the listener, and it is a review of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Let me tell you, this game is legit. And I know there are going to be people that say Assassin's Creed has delved far off from the course of what it used to be from Assassin's Creed 1 and 2. And I agree. It has. Um, the last good game that I was invested in for Assassin's Creed has to be 2. I would even go as far as saying Brotherhood and Unity could have been with those titles, but... I did enjoy Odyssey. Um, I did enjoy Origins. But something about this game, and we kind of seen the uh, the course veer off a long time ago when it came to um, what Assassin's Creed really is. And this game has become more of an RPG than a game where you're just on a track going from mission to mission, assassination to assassination, And it is a fleshed out world that you can live in. And you might say, what do you mean by that? I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is less about, and this is going to sound really bad, but it's less about the assassination and more about the battle. And I know that people be like, it's about assassins. Shouldn't there be stealth involved? Yes, there is stealth involved. You can take that approach. But when you throw Vikings into the mix, you are not going to be stealthy to the point. I'll just put it out there right now. The raid system, you pull up to a camp in your longship and blow your horn as loud as you possibly can be. And you raid a full camp. You yell as you're running into the camp. The stealth is gone. There's no way to be stealthy in that situation. But that's what I like. I don't know. Something about the way I've played Assassin's Creed games have been, yes, I will be stealthy. I'll do the missions where you got to follow the person and stay within the crowd, not get seen. And that's all good and well. And if you go after certain targets like that, you very well can do that. You can be stealthy. But when it comes to the aspect of the raid system, which I'll dive into a little bit later, you know, you don't have to. And they reward you for that. Um, So let's start off with the character, the main character, Ivor. Um, I noticed, and there was a joke about, I guess it wasn't a joke. I guess this person actually viewed it this way. 
but they said Assassin's Creed Valhalla is against Christianity. And I guess with games like this being period pieces of the Vikings, and I'm not going to dive into history because I'm not that well versed in it, but I can say that there is a war between Anglo-Saxons and the Norse people. And I assume there was bad blood there. So yeah, I guess there is a little war in Christianity, but I don't know. I'm not going to speak on that, but Ivor is a good character. I like the way he is. And in this game, you do have a choice between a female and a male lead, which is awesome. I like that because I can go back and play this game and who knows, like they said in Odyssey that the female lead in that game had better dialogue than the male. And you know what? I'd go as far as to say, yes, they did. And it's all about the delivery of the lines of the characters. So I'm currently playing through my playthrough as the male version of Ivor. And I dig it. I like the game and I like how, you know, throughout this game, there are witty comments he makes. Um, You can tell how driven he is. And, you know, do I rank him higher than Ezio and um, Altair? No. Even Altair. I mean, I didn't really get an explanation for him, but he's the first guy. So he's got to be up high. Um, Ezio is my favorite assassin. I'll work in Connor and all the other guys there. But um, yeah, Um, Ivor is a good main character. I like him. Um, Let's dive into the gameplay. Now, I mentioned that, you know, the idea of stealth is gone from this game. And I, I should retract that a little bit by saying you can still go into a target and hide in bushes, distract people, you know, take people out with bow and arrow. I love the bow and arrow, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I stray from the point. You can be stealthy. You can assassinate people the right way. The Assassin's Creed way. But you can also go into a camp with your axe and shield at hand and bash some skulls. That is what I like. Because then you would have the problem of people saying, oh, they're Vikings. Shouldn't they be loud? Shouldn't they be raiding and not going around being all stealthy? And there you go. That's why they included it. This method of combat is amazing because the execution animations are so satisfying. I mean... To the point he'll take if an enemy has a spear. He will take the enemy's spear and just jab it right through them and shish kebab them. He'll take their shield and bash their heads in. You know, there are these special abilities you have if you collect certain pieces of paper. You can have axe throwing abilities. You can, I guess it's like a spear at the end of a rope and pull someone in. You can use your bow and arrow and go through certain surfaces like FMJ, Full Metal Jacket from Call of Duty. It's all about the abilities in this game that will help you progress your combat. You will be better at this game. The skill tree is something I'm not too familiar with right now, and I'm still kind of working it out, but there are a lot of stuff that I personally like, and I can cater my playing style to that. Now, um, if we get into the idea of weapons in this game, you have your standard axes, swords, spears, maces, Hammers. I also noticed you can do wield shields and that is considered a weapon, but you can also block. That is a cool mechanic. I'm not going to experiment with that because I'll probably suck using two shields, but 
I personally carry an axe and a shield because I can block, attack, block, attack. That is good. That is what I like. Also, my stealth aspect, I don't go in for full assassinations. I take my bow and arrow out like the green arrow and I sit outside the camp or I find a perch and I will headshot each and every person. That is cool. Just sitting up there picking off people. They don't know you're there. You can also use explosive barrels that are hidden throughout the camp. Use those to distract people, to kill people. It's fun. Like It's satisfying. There are different types of bow and arrows you can use. I think it's a hunter arrow or hunter bow that you can use. It's a one shot. Then there is a light bow where you can kind of rapid fire like a machine gun. Like That stuff is awesome. It's very welcomed. Now we can get into the shields where there's a heavy and a light shield. Heavy shield, you are more planted when you block. You kind of have to sit into it. Where a light shield, you can still move around and block and you won't be affected. They take into consideration also weapons where if you have a giant greatsword, your speed of swinging it won't be fast. But if you have a little dagger, you'll move quick as lightning. I also might add there is a perk where you can dual wield heavy weapons. I have not unlocked that yet, so I can't tell you how it plays, but judging by what I see, it's a perk you want to invest in. More damage, fluid motions, it's definitely worth looking into. Now, you might say the story. Where am I at in the story? I'd say a little near halfway of this game, and I wanted to get this review out because... I have a raw emotion towards this game and I can tell you what I think of it right off the bat. And maybe I'll do like in conclusion for Assassin's Creed Valhalla later down the line. The story is good. Um, I must admit that I breezed through uh, Norway right away. So I didn't really take in the sites, do the missions around there, do the raids around there. I just breezed through it and I got to England right away. That's where I'm still at. I'm still in England. Um, And I kind of felt like I was too far ahead of myself. And this is something the game doesn't tell you because you get so wrapped up in the main story that you just kind of do the story and don't do any of the side missions. Is this a credit to how good the story is? It could be. I also just wanted to get past tutorials and stuff like that because I'm like, I know Assassin's Creed. I know how to play. And yeah, so take your time in uh, Norway. Make sure you look around, discover things. Even if you can't beat them just yet, find them out like a settlement, raids, like stranger missions, I call them, but they're called mysteries. Just so that whenever you're high enough level, you can go back and play them and there'll be no problem. The other day I was playing and I found a mythical animal, an elk beat him finally. I wasn't able to when I first found him because he one-shotted me. Then I bumped into a massive, massive polar bear. These are all the legendary animals in the game. I still can't beat him. And that's because you your progression is based off a number called your power. My power is N82. The highest I've ever seen in the map is 350, I think. So that's something to take into consideration. But, you know... The maps are massive. It's easy to get lost in them, um, to do all the raids, to find treasure, gear. It's fun. It takes up a lot of time. It's it's the only game I've been playing outside of whenever I stream. Um, 
So that's something worth saying. Uh, now, to kind of talk about gameplay and some bugs I've noticed, um, there is a mission where it's in a nudist colony. I know that's that's pretty funny, Assassin's Creed. Good, good for you, Ubisoft. But um, apparently there's a crate you're supposed to pick up that have people's clothes in it, but I can't find the uh, the crate. So it's not there. I can't do that mission. So maybe there's a patch they release at the end of the month or whenever. And uh, we get that fixed. Um, another one I've noticed when Ivor is carrying a shield on his back, he kind of twitches a lot when he walks. Um, I don't know if it's just the shield I'm using or if it's, I don't know, some random chance, my bow or something on the back. So that's worth noting. Um, I also want to take note that um, in this game, the combat is legit. You have to take your time. This isn't hack and slash. Yet the block, yet the dodge. I don't really parry, but you could. That's a smart way of doing things. I've noticed if you take your bow out and you hit the glowing points like a knee or an arm on a big opponent, you can stun them and do your stun attack. That really helps, really taking consideration practicing with your bow. Um, also, too, if you are going against an enemy and there are there's like a red skull near their life bar, do not try to fight them because you will end up 12 feet underground. Simple as that. I learned the hard way. Um, there are still these zealots roaming around the map that kind of hunt you and will be um, a nuisance if you don't do this particular mission. And I tell you right now, when you get the chance to burn the scroll, do it. The zealots will hunt you down till the ends of time if you don't take care of that. So I'm not going to try to spoil any of the missions or any of the story. All in all, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is worth the play, I believe. It is a divergence from the original Assassin's Creed style of game, but it's a welcome divergence. I know that some people don't like that. Some people like their stealth. I personally think it's a step in the right direction whenever it comes to making a fun game, putting a different twist on it as well. And, you know, with all the games coming out like Cyberpunk, like any PlayStation exclusive, Spider-Man Miles Morales... I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla benefited from the fact that Halo wasn't released right away. And I think that more people should get into it. More people will enjoy it. And it is not going to be a flop in the Assassin's Creed line of games. I think it's very much a fun game to play. There's a lot that goes into it. And it's worth, you know, the 60 bucks. Or if you catch it on sale, you could be lucky. And uh, give it a go. Just give it a go and then... Let me know what you think. So that is kind of my midway point review of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Again, I will do an in-conclusion review of this game later on whenever I do I happen to finish it. I don't know. Cyberpunk is coming out very, very soon, and uh, that's going to take up my life. Uh, so I'm very much excited for that game. But yeah, I will do a review of Assassin's Creed Valhalla when I beat it. But as of right now, I think it's a game worth trying out. I think it's fun. I think it's creative. And it's a game that can really uh, take up your time. 
But uh, that about does it here for the Get Comfy Game Break. I hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every Friday morning. The Get Comfy podcast goes live every Sunday morning. And then, of course, the Get Comfy Lowdown goes live every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Podcast Network. And if you want to see some live gameplay from us, please go check out Get Comfy Gaming on Twitch. We do live streams every week just having fun on some random video games that you guys might enjoy. And please let us know what games you want us to play. If there's anything we've missed, if there's any gameplay you want to see more of, let us know. We'll be happy to, uh, to give you what you want, but you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.